this figure you can see right here this is some okay. 23000 this is the good number to digest <laughs> so freelancing money this is the yeah, money i earned from this particular uh, platform by doing this the one from the one platform yes this is just <laughs> one platform right that is uh, when it con- convert to aina that is around 17 lakh 17.5 lakh that is it just let me check it okay it comes around yeah 17 lakh, lakh. Hey guys, welcome to Genzi Hub. Uh, today with us we have Shivangsh Chaudhary. Hey Shivangsh. Hi, what's up? How is it going? It's fine. How about you? Yeah, good man. So it's been a long time since we catch up. Actually, I had uh, Shivangsh wherein they studied together. So yes. Shivangsh, please introduce yourself. Uh, yeah, sure. So uh, I'm Shivangsh Chaudhary, and the boring part of my life is that what everybody goes through is like. i completed schooling from uh, you know i was born and brought up in kolkata i completed my schooling class 10th and 12th from kolkata itself uh, then i went to bangalore you know uh, the it hub the hip and happening place and i went and you know did my engineering from the in computer science uh, i was there for four years and i got placed in an mnc from there uh, capgemini so after getting placed from there uh, uh, after getting a job from there i was transferred back to kolkata which i did not want by the way and after that since now after that a lot of things happened i've quit my job transformed into you know online business and lots of other things and the interesting part is that what i find interesting you know uh, uh i've traveled to also i've also went to you know five countries those are the things you know worth remembering not the education and the degrees and all but yeah your background says it all oh yes yes <laughs> travel fake right yeah right So yeah, it's been uh, great catching up with you after so long time, Shivansh. So uh, let's in deep go through this stuff. Like, uh, t- please, can you please elaborate a bit about your education? Like, how was your like how were you performing? So the the main agenda. Let me tell you the main agenda of this Genzi uh, Hub. The theme is to uh, uh, think how, how Generation Z people are thinking, their perspective on different things. and education what are the importance of education and all the like how the generation z main agenda is about the generation z here so can you please elaborate about your education like uh, where you scoring very good marks like a typical indian or an average student and why, what made you choose engineering and all those stuff oh uh, yeah sure so uh, coming to my education uh, as i said i completed my schooling class 10th and 12th from uh, kolkata itself uh so basically during my school years you know i was uh we can call better than average student i used to get you know good marks i was excited about some of the subjects for example uh, um, i'll tell you my marks okay in class 10 uh, what i achieved was like uh, 90% in class 10 that is icsc board and in class 12 i got 88% uh those are not like you know too good but they say it's better than average like right, right, right. Uh, at the end of the day it made me happy i was happy with because uh, i was a kind of guy you know who studied at the last moment maybe the last one month we get all the books and notes from our friends and you know just you know, studied a basic part that is needed to score marks but uh, three of the subjects i enjoyed always studying one is uh, like english that has been my favorite since uh, childhood uh, maths uh, like i love numbers i still love numbers i have been good with numbers and in engineering also you know uh, i got uh, like good marks in maths if you talk about marks 
and another thing which i uh, loved is like you know computer programming uh, you know that's the only thing that i believed you know where you can code something and see it come to life performs lots of different things so that that made me choose engineering in the first place it's like you know in most cases when people choose engineering it's like you know parental pressure or you know uh, the thing is there that uh, everybody is either doctor or right. engineer or lawyer so i need to be engineer but in my case i was generally interested in computer science so i took engineering but here the story changes once i went into engineering you know i was enjoying everything in school so i thought it will be so cool we'll have you know lots of projects and all but once i went into engineering i saw that it's not what i expected right the thing was like you know the more focus was on rot learning we used to have you know this programming lab experiments of 12 programs what people used to do they used to just buy hard the programs and you know come there it's it's like you know you can just mug up and get the marks but for me you know uh, to enjoy something i need that excitement so that excitement for me was missing during my engineering days right. but again i was you can call a a uh, typical average student during engineering uh, first semester was like you know a uh, uh, sunken titanic <laughs> i i got back in one subject and that was that was one of the most memorable moments of engineering there was a like back it's like uh, i failed in that subject so uh, next semester i retook that subject and you know i uh, passed anyways and <laughs> but after that from second to the last semester it was like constantly anywhere near around uh, the fcd that is called a uh, 70% that gives you the distinction so it was either 69 68 or 71 72 just between that till the end of the uh, eighth semester so you had a gate pass to the campus placement from the college oh, yeah i got placed from the campus itself yeah so if you have the fcd thing you, you are so eligible to any com- uh, companies visiting the campus yeah it is and there is also this fact you know just that uh, you when once you get in placed in one company you're not allowed to sit in anything and i've always been a lazy guy you know the lazy backbencher guy i know that most of the people who are watching this video are gen z kind the guys especially they can relate to this video i was that you know the backbencher kind sitting in the last bench bunking classes and i went to college with you know just a pen and a small copy in my back pocket of my jeans so that's what how my you know life was in college i i enjoyed it the life with friends and all but you know the studies made me bored and again uh, we are we are see uh, the typical middle class indian family right so if your parents are spending money on you they expect a job from you so there was this okay i need to get a job but once i got a job i did not apply anywhere else i did not try anyone say like okay one is fine as it is like you know my mind was already shifted i was not enjoying the things i was like okay fine one ek hai to kafi hai chalo okay so chal bhai party karte hai <laughs> right so when it comes to education in india so people take it too seriously what is your perspective on education up to which level of education do you think is important like uh, after schooling when we were studying actually uh, our parents or everyone else they used to tell by padlo 10th pass karo life set ho jayega next when it comes to 12th uh, get trade uh, uh, past yeah. 12th it uh, flying colors then your life will be set after engineering again the same story happens so what do you think what is your thought process uh, when it comes to education so basically see i think that education you know when it comes is important um, at least you know everyone should have a bachelor degree i guess you know because it's not for the education see anyways i will for engineers those who are there nothing that you study in engineering almost almost nothing will be used in your real life 
I'll tell you a simple fact. The first day in my company, it is an MNC, right? The first day I inside, entered inside, you know, the company premises, uh, I was feeling good. I was like, okay, fine. I have a job. This can you, good. This can be uh, if you don't mind, can you take the name of the company? Capgemini, right? I already right. told you in the beginning. It's Capgemini. It's a service-based company. You know, most of the people from engineering, they get placed in service-based company only if they are from, you know, tier two, tier three colleges. Yeah. So yeah, basically when I got placed, you know, the first thing that the trainer told me is like, uh, whatever you studied in engineering, just forget that. I'm like, what? <laughs> what did I spend my four years in? I need to forget it. They're like, yeah, you need to forget it because what you have to do in your work will teach you in the next three months. So gave us training and, you know, those sort of stuff. So I was like, okay, fine. Whatever I studied in the last four months is not, last four years is not even required. But that apart, I think education is important to bachelor level, till bachelor level, because see, uh, education, it does not just, you know, means that, you know, rot learning and all those stuff. It it makes you, it, it create, makes you up, it makes you grow as a human being, right? Because in my college, I had a lot of experience you know I, I i interned with startups right so i had a chance of you know interning with some good companies where i got um, you know learned a lot basically how everything is done i got to experience about life the things you know which matter in life maybe mm-hmm. um like how, how how to you know know people how to be right. friends with people because network. frankly speaking before engineering right network before frankly speaking before engineering um you know in school i was you know that shy kid who did not right. come up that much but in college uh i i came out from my cocoon so as to say you know a butterfly coming out from my cocoon so i was taking part in things i was you know winning some things also i was enjoying it so basically education what i say is that it's important you need to know the basics and uh, more than the education more than what you're studying you grow as a human being and of course, I know, I know that education is like, you know, it's, it's, it's not like totally waste. If we call it, that will be very bad on my side, because basically the middle class, the rise of the middle class in India can, and elsewhere can be attributed to education itself, yeah, because, right. you know, from education, you have a straight path to a job. And I think engineering is most preferred because is you know, I guess it's the simplest path to get a job after you have completed your degree. Right. So what is your perspective on the uh environment which you study like uh, there is a different kind of environment in tier one colleges tier two colleges tier three colleges what is your perspective on those things i know only about tier three college right because i am from a tier three college right right (laughs) so environment i know so any college in your study it depends on uh, see where you have got where uh to the viewers of this video i want to say the which college you have got in you have already got inside right you cannot go back to your past and change what you have got right so what you can do if you are in a college, maybe whichever college you are in, uh, maybe you try to socialize, you try to network, you try to take part in different activities because that will open you up. That is more important. The most important part is not winning something. The being able, having the, you know, overcoming the fear to take part, overcoming the fear to speak, overcoming the fear to do something which is different from everyone else is doing. That I think is the most important part. But if someone who is watching this video who has not yet got yeah, into right. engineering, this, is, this was my next point. Yeah, next point. Because right. you have experienced tier three college experience. Right. If right. someone want to experience the tier one or tier two, so that after watching your video, they might get excited and they might push themselves to get into those companies because seeing the, what you regretted, if you wish to go to those companies or there might be a back of your mind, these kind of thoughts, right? Like if I right. had been to that college or tier one college, like EPSU in Bangalore or any other IITs, NITs or et cetera. So what is your thought on that? Yeah, so basically, if there are students, you know, who are in their school days or uh, PUC days who plan to get into engineering or any, or any other college for that matter, 
my opinion will be you know just work hard a little because what i see is that you know a good college it matters maybe maybe for some people the focus is on getting a good job maybe for other people it's a you know growth and overall development so we talked about the like yeah environment yeah yeah so that your environment uh, you know that has a effect on your overall growth as a human being because see for me as a person uh, the more than the employment of course because i am in a different line so this is my point of view because i am in not in a job anymore so this is my point of view i've seen that i've felt in my life experience till now i feel that it is you know more important to grow and learn you know as a human being uh, than to than to focus on which company you are getting placed because trust me when i say this a lot of things that you can do in life it's not that there is just one thing that you have to do even after you study engineering even after you get a job you can do a tremendous amount of thing and thanks to the you know digital revolution and internet nothing nothing is like you know out of bounds if you focus your mindset if you have a mindset you know to achieve something to do something that you want to change your life for the better you can do that but of course my you know my suggestion will be study a little bit more i mean and if it's possible if it's within your capabilities get into a good engineering college right what what whatever college that you know you are aspiring for right right so that's all about education and uh, as we as you told earlier you got into your okay, mnc that's capgemini through your placement so how was your experience at the capgemini like uh after the transition from college to an mnc uh, and the process working as those like overall your work experience at camp gemini and you can also so tell about the, yeah. any other company you worked for uh yeah i i i worked for only one company and in college there was some internships in startups okay. but working full time it was only in one company you know physical working as i said like going to the office and working it was only in one company camp gemini so basically when i got placed you know uh, the office when the office started basically the three months of training i was a little bit excited i was not a little bit i was excited you know meeting new people meeting new faces and you know uh, family people they called up and they were like wow you have got a job now people make you feel good with that that you have got your first job so that was a good feeling that was a good phase of life you know for the three months the the money was you know very less because uh, i think for the first six months they have some uh, what they call some provisional period or something where they you know see your performance and then after, yeah provision i'm sorry for using the wrong word so provision period where you get you know uh, not the full salary you get some part of your salary maybe i think 60% or 50% like that uh, the money was not that much but still when the first you know when the when the first salary came up it was such a good feeling Me- meeting new people learning new things it was a quite interactive training sessions i thoroughly enjoyed the training sessions and you know wearing the formals for the first time it was a kind of altogether different feeling because college all of us it goes away in like jeans and t-shirts and you know all those kind of things so transferring into a formal wear there were a lot of experiences and then you know staying back late working mm-hmm. studying mm-hmm. that was a good phase i was pretty excited so after that once the training ended uh these people ask you for a recommendation you know like where do you want to be located they give you three choices three cities where the company is located and you can uh, give those options to them based on your priority so i told that i want to be located my first preference was always bangalore because i love the city that is like i have been there for four years i really love this city as of now it's bangalore, the best city to live in india yes yes the weather oh my god the weather the people beautiful yeah. uh, amazing people like mr yaswant here <laughs> right <laughs> 
yeah so the thing is that i my preference was bangalore and i wanted to be if not bangalore i wanted to be either pune or chennai because chennai was nearby bangalore and pune also i liked it for several purposes but i did not give my city as a preference as kolkata but is love there any particular it, you know, reason for that yeah there is because uh, see the thing is that uh, because i am a native of kolkata if they put me in kolkata uh, the company saves on giving a you know relocation amount which they give the certain amount it's it's a small amount not that much but the company if they send you to your native place they save on the relocation amount right. and since you are a native native people are preferred because you know you know the language and all those yeah. stuff i don't know maybe something is there but still native is always preferred so there were only four people out of a batch of i guess 30 or 40 who were sent to kolkata only four people okay so that time i was very much uh, frustrated i'm like what no i don't want to go back i i'm enjoying it here i don't want to go back so once i went back there and then you know the real work started and once the work started you know i thought something big was again missing something okay, which so i wanted was not before there. before the further you continue so what was your designation what was your work what technology were working on can you just brief about so that? yeah i was yeah i was trained in sap sap uh so my basically oh, it's called sap ebap with hana so it's basically you know enterprise erp management system erp and i was working in the project of uh you know burberry it's a very uh, luxurious brand located in uk if i'm not wrong okay so my project was a uh, like you know burberry so their project we had to you know do some entries some financial work and all the stuff the thing is that the learning was good but you know when i came to work in the office the thing was that uh, there was a set of things that we freshers were allowed to do not more than that and those were very boring and the thing was that what really uh, you know made me sad was that there was a compulsory thing about me to be in the office for 9 and 1/2 hours and the office was you know it took me 1 1 and 1/2 hour to commute from my place to the office so that was really you know burning me from the inside i was not happy with that i realized it as and when the time went forward i was not happy in that position i thought i need to do something more even though the people were good but the work culture honestly it did not appeal to me the things which i were looking for maybe a happy team productive team working on something you know exciting maybe it's different for other people but that is my experience so that that did not you know suit me well i had a feeling somewhere that i am missing something this is this is this not something want to be doing and of course the one more thing what people say during when you have a job and all right like whatever job you are getting take that don't don't talk about your salary whatever salary you are getting as a teacher you should accept that just take it but deep inside within me i was getting that feeling that no i'm not happy with this salary i'm not happy with the, what they are paying maybe it's I an event or something there was a feeling that i can do better not i deserve better <laughs> i can do better i can right. do something which is you know not not this and i can do something where i can you know make my own life better so that is also something the and, salary part uh, yeah. is worth and quickly can you tell about the technology we are working on like and your designation yeah my uh, technology as i said it's called sap sap okay, right, right, and my designation was yeah and my designation was uh, analyst when i joined it it was okay. analyst first it was trainee for 3 months okay. then it was analyst and in my duration of uh, i stayed in the company for 2 years i was promoted to senior analyst after 1 year Okay. So that's it. When I was senior analyst, I quit my job. Okay. So you quit job, and what is the further journey? So oh uh, yeah, coming in. So after you quitting the job, what did the what are the what is your journey? How is it continuing as of now? Okay. So there is some interesting part in that. So yeah, while I was and, in my uh, job, 
yeah also the decision which you took only less than not even 1% of the indians would dare to take this decision like quitting the job like it they need to face such uh, circumstances and they need to it's something like uh, going opposite opposite to the whole world you are like in the same track you are going the opposite direction so what made you to quit this job as you told like it was the you deserved you were you can do better you mentioned and uh, and what is the total experience like quitting the job and all yeah trust me when i say this when i when i was thought of quitting my job and i really when i when i really quit my job i was scared i was deep down in fear am i doing the right thing i was thinking who in their who in the right state of the mind will take this step who will quit a job at this stage of 2 years of my career i was afraid like every other people should be every, let 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 let's just you know accept this fact fear is something everyone will experience if you are doing something against the societal norms if you are yeah, doing man. something that is not a tried and tested part if you are doing something which you deeply believe in but you know you know that's maybe your, your society your parents there are many relatives everything uh, keeping your own life point as a view and you know we are bought in a thing where we are taught to play it safe we are taught right, to right. play it you know I do it what has already been accomplished right. we are we are you know in a position that like especially i'm talking about indian middle class families i'm not like see uh, i'm not generalizing but the thing is that when we grow up we are tend to follow our beaten path we are tend to do 10 12 engineering do a job get an mba get married go ahead but sometimes deep within myself i found that i understood that this is not my journey this this i don't want this to my journey but when i took the decision of really quitting my job and transitioning into the online business i was scared i was very much scared and fear took the hold of me and but yeah with with you know with uh, with some uh, like and and it's not a fact that you know i just quit my job and then started working when i was one year into my job i already started working in my uh, online business i started my freelancing when i was just one year into my job because i wanted to do something more i i was not enjoying that and of course the money factor you know uh, i i i wanted something more so that this was is the main point me. every indian is scared of like what if the thing whatever i'm doing whatever i'm getting into if what if it doesn't work so can you just yes, give yes. a quick a quick message to someone who is like trying to they have their own dreams but they are they might be not be financially good or something like they yeah, have that's what uh, yeah um, but my point is that see as i as i was pointing out my thing is that i did not just jump ship within a day just overnight thinking okay i will quit my job i set up my online business i set up the things i set up my freelancing and after one year uh, i was making almost double the money of a, of a, of the salary i was earning as a corporate employee right so after that point i'm like yeah i can pursue this i can go with the flow and if i go with this if i follow this part if i follow follow this path i can do a lot of things but the thing is that as i'm making double my uh, you know the salary i was being paid i was like okay i can take this step still i was very scared because you know uh, the thing about that that people teach you these are not these are not you know these are not safe you, you might get money one day the next day you might not get money what will you do in your life what will you do when you grow up if you don't have a job these are the things i heard from my relatives also frankly speaking my parents were very supportive that is something that i really yeah, that really is very important very very important you, your parents if your parents are not supportive you know you cannot 
ex explore the different things that you want to do in life. So that, in that path, I was very lucky. And the second thing was that in during relatives and you know the people who really work in my company, the people who are like you know twenty years, twenty five years experience, they call me and like what what kind of decision is that? Who quits their job after doing engineering after spending so much money? Yes, exactly. I was I was made to feel like okay, what did I do? Did I commit the greatest mistake <laughs> of my life ever? But no, I kept my focus because this is something when you quit a job and you transition into something that you think that you will be successful in, in that in that place, you know, you are you are fighting with everyone and you are just a one man army. You need to keep your mindset. You need to work. You need to go forward. You need to take your all your experiences and put yourself back together in the world. Right. So, if someone is like, what is your tip? If someone is trying to do like. follow your path like leave their job quit resign resign from their uh, day job and if they want to uh, pursue their entrepreneurship or freelancership like how they need to prepare themselves what are the, your tips for them so basically um, you see if you want to go into freelancing so basically i will i will point out like uh, you know what my journey where i am now what i am doing now and how i came to this place basically on the life that i am living now So basically, what I do nowadays, uh, most of my time is spent on you know uh, this thing called running advertisements. It's called native ads. Um, some people will be aware, but most people will not be aware. So this is my online business now. I'm focusing more. But when I started it out, I started with freelancing. You know, because to do any kind of business, you need a sort of capital, and I did not have any kind of capital with me. So to build up the capital, I needed to do freelancing because freelancing is something uh, which you know you can start for. zero money you can start for zero rupees you don't need to invest anything you just need to have the right skill set now uh, the technical skill set if you are in a technical field yeah uh, your communications you need to be good in communications because uh, if you are doing freelancing um, i guess that it should be not i guess it should be all your clients most of your clients should be you know us uk australia or canada based these are the four countries which i work in mostly us and uk because you know that's where the real money, money is if you really want to Yes, right. if you really want to establish yourself as a uh, freelancer, these are the countries you should target. So uh, you should target. So you should be good in communications. Your communications should be good. Your technical knowledge. When you are starting out, it should have. You should have a basic level of knowledge so that you know your main aim should be. What I do, I help business owners, right? So I help business owners. Uh, you know, run their online businesses, uh, set up their ad tech businesses. You know, market their business, set up their. so called funnels if people are aware about funnels otherwise you can people can have a look what so shivansh yeah if someone is ready to like pursue their dream like if they want to be an entrepreneur or a freelancer or whatever their dream is by quitting their job they might face some difficulties or hurdles in the beginning steps so can you explain how was your journey like uh, what are this like like if someone uh, tries to be a freelancer or something in the initial step they will face difficulties like they will try it for one or two weeks and uh, uh, they will face like they might not get a project or they might not be uh, getting the whatever the uh, money or monetization they were expecting they might not reach that in the initial stages so what are the steps you took like you raised the complete fund for your business doing the freelancing stuff and all like so what was your journey so basically this is a good question you know uh, when i first started out i started out okay living all that my first tip to anyone who would want to quit their job and you know do something uh, you know like online business or freelancing no matter whatever you want to do my first tip is that never ever think about leaving the job without having a base in your hand right 
you should have a base you know where you can you where you can have what i define as your monthly cash flow right where you where do where you get your monthly every month you get some money maybe business or anything do anything if you are trying to do a business set it up while you are still in your job it can be difficult managing both but if you want to transition it this is the first most important and the most vital step because see uh, this is kind of a risk right whatever you are do freelancing or any other kind of business there is no surety that's why people are afraid of coming in when you are in a job does not it's basically the what happens it does not matter what you do the work end, or end not end of the month end of the month you will be yeah. salary will be credited no matter what exactly exactly but when you are working for yourself when you are running a business everything depends like you know your skill level your uh, your network um, your communication a lot of things it can like you know they say that 9 out of 10 businesses fail Right? right so this is not a this is not a thing where you know where you can just barge in and be like okay i will just go and throw a resignation at my boss's face and i will quit the job the next day and i'll be a yeah man i've quit my job i accomplished it no 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 that does not work like in movies you know there's just another resignation on your boss's face <laughs> you need to build a base you need to have something where you can you know you can depend on uh, where where you can say okay fine i have a base i can go from here when i quit my job as i pointed out i was already making double my monthly salary that i was doing my uh, on on my from my job so basically i spent the last one year that was in i was in my job in building up my freelancing business in building up clients in having the you know uh saving up you know having an emergency fund also because when you are quitting a job you are basically in a territory that you have no idea of you need to figure out everything by yourself you right. cannot depend on anyone and need to be 100% sure that whatever happens i can you know take myself through this tough times so the two things which are mostly required are you should you should have uh, backing right when you are making monthly cash flow you are making money and the second thing that you should also have an emergency amount in your account maybe you know your monthly expenses for the next 6 months right because those are very important to start something and for starting freelancing it does not cost any money i did not i did not spend any money what i did i just went on uh, um, you know uh, it's it, it is a very you know uh, weird journey so per as to say uh, i will tell what i do in freelancing what i actually did because now i'm into something else and i'm doing freelancing quite a lot less i'm into my managing my online business so what i did my journey was like that you know uh, so uh, during when i was just browsing i wanted to do something i came around this called so called chatbots right where right. in facebook you might have seen or whatsapp where you message a company or someone you you give you message them something and a bot replies you back with auto message right, messages right, right? right. Uh, i was like wow this is so awesome i need to learn this i want to learn this how to do this okay so i went ahead and saw some free course about some softwares how to use the softwares to make auto bots you know because i did my research i saw that those were paying quite well um you know uh, in 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 websites which i use for freelancing the platforms those were playing quite well quite well it means like according to my mentality in those is like oh wow this is giving 100 dollars wow this is so awesome man if i build a this thing chatbots i'll get 100 dollars that was that was a lot for me in during those days so basically uh, i i was trying to learn that but i but while learning that i came across you know uh, by seeing courses i took one or two courses i'm like wow man courses are so awesome online that was the first time i was getting into online courses i was like wow courses are so awesome i i i hope people who build courses they also get paid a lot right and it will be exciting i guess so i did some research and i was like they are paid much more than any chatbot developer 
so i was going to learn that but instead i saw i found something you know which is totally different making online courses using platforms so again my best friend google i took the help of google i did some you know some research and all and after that i registered myself on a freelancing platform that is called upwork i was also there on fiverr.com those who are aware of it so those were my starting points in fiverr.com i was giving my services and i was charging 10 dollars you know for one service so i used to get around 8 dollars in my account for a 10 dollar service because 2 dollars was a service charge for fiverr so that time getting 8 dollars i'm like wow i got 8 dollars that is almost like 560 575 rupees i was like wow this is so cool if i do keep on doing this i'm making money this is like those were like you know very exciting the beginning first days and then i Uh, also did on upwork i charged i remember when i first started i was charging some 7 and a half or 8 dollars and this was conducted through paypal where i still yeah. received most of my earnings but my first earning was again through paypal i did some project i got the money through paypal that was 7 and a half dollars per hour those are like can you just tell me an excited. example can you just tell me an example like uh, uh, what was your first project and how difficult what, uh, was it to, for you to land that first project Uh, yes my first project uh, as i was saying uh, you know mm, the first project was not paying that much but uh, 7 and 1/2 per hour which is you know that is a wage earned by uh, people who make burgers in mcdonalds in the us so for them it's a uh, you know it's a very much profit for them but for me it was it was quite a lot i was very happy with that 7 and 1/2 per hour so basically my first project was that you know i i was working with a client who had a website uh, he was basically a doctor and he was teaching uh, what we call uh, we have the medical entrance exam in india right? i'm not sure what we call that in neft or something like that i'm not in sure net net yeah right so medical entrance exam so for the us uh, there is this called mcat right so this is medical entrance exam for mcat so this guy was teaching uh, people how to crack mcat and he was charging some 700 dollars for his course okay. so my main was basically you know to you know take care of his website and mm-hmm. and first of all to you know just clear the air out i do not code any websites i'm a big fan of no code if you are aware with it those who are you know in this field marketing field they will be aware of there is this thing called no code where yeah. we don't code anything we use the platforms to build what we want so yeah. i also use platforms uh, to build everything everything you can do at the click of a mouse you just need to know how it works Best so i started with that was... wordpress crms everything Yes, yes, just like WordPress, there are a lot of website builders. WordPress, Shopify, yes. so like almost all are same. If you know one, you can you know navigate through the others easily. Yeah, so right. the first days were quite a bit difficult. I was learning, I was implying, but I did not tell my client that I'm brand new. I told my client that I was experienced. That was a bluff I paid, you know, a bluff I played, uh, because I thought that who will hire a yeah, you know right. a kid who just starting out. right who will pay their money so i told i did a couple of projects i found couple of websites addresses i shared it with him he believed me he took an interview i gave the interview well also i studied some of the parts which i was uh, you know going to do with so i also studied that i had a little bit of knowledge theoretical knowledge so i was learning i was seeing google taking help from google you know and then doing it on he was happy with the work i was i worked for him for the next 3 4 months you know and he increased my wages from 7 dollars to in the, at the end of the 4 months it was almost uh, $12 So twelve dollars per hour, like you know, that was like I was so happy, and that was a point in time that I started thinking of you know, what if I you know spend more time in this? What if this propels me to pursue the career I want and not be in the job that I wanted to be? Right. It's uh, so that was your first project and the experience. 
yes yes right. that was so, the first project uh, after this uh, this uh, first project like how the journey continued like uh, you still continued to take up the projects and freelancing or uh, you earlier mentioned like you are doing some other business as of now so what is the journey further on so basically for the first you know for the one year that i was in the company i was focused fully on freelancing uh, the money so kept on the company coming. job <laughs> paying you so how could you manage that is the one question that everyone uh, asks like how could you manage the 9 and 1/2 hours you mentioned 9 and 1/2 hours on campus like in office work you had to do like after that could you manage that whatever the uh, client required requirements so so basically it's also a very good question i i wanted to talk about this also so basically you know after getting a project you know uh, no for the first 3 months they keep you on a uh, they don't conf- shadow it's called shadow resource if, okay. yeah it's called shadow resource it's like you will work in the project but you are not part of the pro- you are not officially a part of the project right so when i first joined the company for the 3 months i was a shadow resource right so after the shadow resource period was over they let me go they did not take me in the project okay they thought that you know i don't know why maybe I, they saw that i was bored and not willing to you know work i used to i was the first one to get out of office and i was the last one to come into office and being a fresher if i did that the seniors was like what this young guy is going out so fast no he's not ready he's not capable he's not fit for anything <laughs> exactly i think that was the thing running uh, you know in the mind of my managers so there i was the the, the so called bench period bench period is yeah, those yeah. who are in the it company they can relate to it is like a honeymoon period as per <laughs> you get paid you just need to log your hours you don't uh, you know need to work you just you know and there will be interview arranged by the hr team then and there so those like i was 3 to 4 months i was in the bench period so in those 3 to 4 months that was a time that was started researching you know into this i did not start doing anything i started just researching what to do how to do anything i did not make any money back then but i was just uh, like you know just falling into this and then after that also i became a part of the project but when i became a part of the project that time all the feelings that i had during the company okay this is not good this is not what i want to do this the money is not enough you know all the feelings that came up so that time i just transitioned i went to work in the morning and at the night times and during the weekends i I worked hard during that time basically so I worked hard during that time to you know set up my business set up the freelancing learn the learn the things those are needed and one thing is that um, you know when it is night time here it's morning time in the united states and uk and vice versa so since i was back from the office at night i could you know converse with my client you know we required a lot of zoom calls and everything to fix it up so that also in the night time i you know spend some 3 hours 4 hours 5 hours and even in the weekends these people the, the people who are based in the united states they don't usually work on the weekends but some of my clients also used to work on saturdays and i also used to work full day on saturday on sundays it was full like you know studying uh, getting to know better the technology i wanted to be in so it, it is kind of hard work as i said when you want to quit your job you have to make the time with your job and your online business learning you need to toil and boil exactly for that one year and one and half year when you work hard after the end of you know that period you can be happy that okay you are at a position that you can quit your job and move forward right so that was your the journey like so what are you doing as of now okay yeah so as of now i'm not that much focused on freelancing i started with freelancing you know i uh, earned a good amount of money uh, you know it's it's good by you know it's good by many standards uh, maybe okay if you don't mind can, can you show like uh, like there may be like there are so many uh, 
uh, flashy things in the freelancing world. Like people will see some videos, like I made thousands of dollars just by freelancing this website, that website. And people, when they try to do those same things and they might, in the initial stages, they might find difficult or something. So can you just show me like legit, like everyone will be like, uh, of course, of course. So yeah, of course. Like clear picture. Uh, can, yes. Yeah. Yes. So can I make you one. the host now? Yeah. So I'll first of all, I will uh, like discuss, you know, like uh, I'll tell you, you uh, what I am doing now, basically. So point out, I'll answer that question first and then we can uh, move on to the right. one. Uh, so the thing is that as of now, I am mostly focused on this thing called affiliate marketing. It's okay. it's a kind of an online business, you know, where we uh, promote other people's product and get paid a handsome uh, commission for that 50%. You, you know, if you're making a sale for $800, we get paid $400. Yeah. $100, Best example we can give is uh, Amazon affiliate. So if anyone yeah, buys a product yeah. using your they link, which you generated, uh, they'll get a certain per, uh, percent of commission. Yeah, but Amazon affiliate is like, it's, it's, way less it's just four yeah, percent right. there no just yeah, as an so, example if someone want to know yeah, what example, is affiliate right right, right. affiliate yeah affiliate means basically you are selling other people's product for profit so this is all fully digital based business so to start the businesses we need money right you cannot start any business without a capital so this was uh you know this is what i'm currently doing uh 25 of my time is now uh, you know spent on freelancing also like i have a couple of people which whom i've hired also recently they take care of the projects and well i can manage the business of the uh you know affiliate marketing we i used to run native ads if also people are not aware about native ads it's the ads that you see on you know when you're browsing newspaper websites these yeah. things don't premium, look like ads. These things. website whatever you see on times of india exactly this is uh native ads is different from google ads right exactly so native ads you know it's like it does not look like ads but there's those are ads yeah. so basically Crystal clear pictures, high definition pictures those are the native ads can you just exactly. tell me the example of two or three platforms of native ads yeah, Tabula, Ref Content, Outbrain. Okay, this is the yeah. example. So yeah, uh, I'll share my screen with you. You know, this is this, this will be a good thing for uh, people who want to, uh, you know, believe if freelancing is legit or not. Yeah. Maybe you have pointed out in the right way that many people say that they are making this much amount of money, but you know they don't have any proofs to back it up. So right. yeah, let's share no, my so screen. So people like don't maybe. like to show their transparency or whatever the earnings. But this thing, whatever, whatever, whatever the money I'm earning, it's like public. You can go and see my Upwork profile. I am basically, I use three platforms to do my freelancing businesses. And lately, most of my clients are, you know, uh, they are referral based. Like one client, if you work with one client, they love your work. They refer you to other clients. Mm -hmm. Those transactions are done through PayPal. So that is different. And, you know, the Upwork is like, you know, the thing which I, you know, I started with the most very dear to my heart, but that is not the, that is not the thing that I'm spending most of my time now. I've transitioned, I'm transitioning into different things. So of course, this thing is public. You can uh, see, see my thing. I'll just share my screen with you. And I think you can, can you see my screen? Uh, yeah, yeah, we are, I can see. Okay. Okay, so so let's go to my Upwork profile. This is my Upwork profile background, right? So this is my Upwork profile. Okay, so let's first let's first flashing up. <laughs> uh, so this is this is my overview. Uh, uh, okay, let's let's go to my stats. Right here, we can see the you know twelve months earning. How have I made? So okay. this figure you can see right here. This is some okay. twenty three thousand dollars. This is the good number to digest. So basically, yeah, like, you know, 
since I'm in the ad tech business, since I help people make platforms, the COVID gave a huge push to my freelancing business because right. most of the people they wanted to come online, they wanted to you know make their own courses. So that gave gave me a huge push. I became one of the you know this is called a top rated. I became one of the top rated freelancer in this platform. So you know top rated are the ones who are more preferred by the clients. Mm-hmm. This is a 12 month earnings in the last 12 months. This has met and mostly, you know, I used to work a lot, maybe full, like everything used to be there till the end of, I guess, uh, August, 2020. After that, from September, I started, you know, focusing my attention on elsewhere things. And mostly I now work mostly with, you know, handful of clients and, you know, referral best clients. Those are referred by my own clients. I do not take new clients because frankly, I don't have the time now to, you know, take more clients and all. Right. Uh, so this is basically my 12 months earnings. And if you want to see the reports and uh, this is the, you know, this is the available, this is the available. I draw it every two weeks. This amount okay. comes in last two weeks amount was this one. Okay. This is coming one. This is the, the last two weeks amount is still there. So basically so this, is, this, is, uh, this is how it works. This is just the one platform numbers, right? Yeah. This is just the one platform. As I said, I'm doing, you know, mostly I'm focused on my running my native ads business. So what uh, is it? Uh, what is, uh, was that $23,000? Uh, it's like uh, from here, what I earned from uh, this is fully like freelancing platform, right? Yeah. This is just my freelancing money. This is the yeah, money I earned from this particular uh, platform by doing the one from the one platform. Yes, this is just the one platform. Right. That is uh, when it can convert to INR, that is around 17 lakh, 17.5 lakh. That is it. Just let me check it. Okay, it comes around the yeah, hours. 17 lakhs. Lakh. Yeah, 17 lakhs. Yeah. So this is like four or five times what Capgemini is paying you for an annum. Uh, yes, that makes me happy. <laughs> <laughs> right. So seeing these numbers, people might just carry it away. So uh, uh, they might just quit the job tomorrow right away. Let me restart, create my upper profile. Let me do. So that is not the thing. You need to toil and no, no, accordingly. No, 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 no. You, you need to work hard. Uh, you need to work hard. You need to work smart. Nothing, nothing comes in a day on it. You know, when I was, when I was a student back then, like I passed college, like what, what is this? 2021, right? Yeah. So I passed college in 2018, just three years back. So that time I was like, okay, we can, uh, by seeing all these videos that is on YouTube and Facebook, I was like, oh, wow, this is so cool. I could just go in and open something, you know, I scammed. I spent so much money. This is called drop shipping. There's so many ads. I was like, wow, if I go and drop shipping, I'll be a millionaire overnight. I will have so much money. I was naive. I did not understand what to do. So I, I lost so much money. You know, I tried so many different things. I lost, like, you know, I lost so much money. And basically after that moment, I learned that you cannot get anything in a day or night. You need to work hard. And the thing is that which, which you know, made me, you know, start all these businesses and freelancing is that I, I tried more than you know, I fail. I, I will say that I failed more number of times than people ever try in their entire lifetime. I've seen people like people so don't want to try now? new things. It's 25. 25. So yeah, at the age of 25, it's a pretty good life experience. You already have compared to what most of the Indians have. Uh, people have their different experiences. I would not, you know, uh, say that anyone has bad or good experience, but it's what you learn from the experiences. What I learned is that you need to try you need to, you know, grow as a human being. You need to try different things. As I said, I failed more number of times than most number of people ever try in their entire lifetime. Right, right, I failed right. in a lot of things. I failed in a lot and lot of things. After that, 
we have some you know the the upper part which you see you know just the iceberg you cannot see the bottom part which is under the yeah, you can just see the tip of the iceberg what looks good but you cannot know the things which people went through the hardships the failures those are like you know <laughs> So Shivansh, uh, yeah, you you shared your experience till now. So what do you see your plans further? Like, where do you see yourself down the line, five years, ten years? What is your further plans? So yeah, that's a good question. You know, uh, I think that when I first started this, you know, what position I'm in, I never thought that like five years back I would be in this position. So life is always right. changing. You need to accept whatever opportunities come your way. But apart from that, you know, I based my life on like. i'm also like other than this digital stuffs which i do i'm also a big you know personal finance nerd and i like to learn i like to know about yeah, things when it comes to finance, finance i had very good questions so indians when we compare the any other country indians has very less financial literacy compared to any other country people still don't trust stock market they think investing in stock market is just like gambling so what no, no, do you, what do you a, think like since we are talking to generation z people it's important to spread this message like financial literacy is important in life whatever they so, are yeah, earning, your, uh, doesn't mean go uh, and keep in your no, savings no, no, bank no, account right no, so no, what that, is, that what is your not... perspective on financial education in india so basically finance you know yashwant it's something being from a middle class family which your parents don't teach you or maybe they have their views like you know most of the parents what my experience is that parents still think that keeping the money in bank fd keeping the money in lic is the best investment choice you can make right that's what parents most of the parents think maybe not all the parents but most of the parents think even right. my parents they have done a lot for me they're very helpful but when it comes to finance they think the way it was when they were our age right, right. so we need to study this so as i said you know as you asked me your last question was also like what is my five year plan right so combining this both 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 of this i would like to you know point out an answer like as i said i am a big personal finance nerd i like to study the books you know uh, the thing which i want to point out here you know your money is the best employee you can get okay. you can hire hundreds of employees okay but no one will work for you for 24 hours a day your money will work for you if you learn these things when you are young like i'm still learning it's not that i will never say that i know everything i'm still learning i'm of course every day people are learning but the thing is that when you know about this when you know about finance when you know how to manage your finance when when you are not down in you know knee deep debts credit card debts loans personal loans of flashy phones and a flashy bike to impress people no like you know many people maybe they do that out to impress other people but thing is that my uh, advice to generation z will be that Save not only save, invest as much as you can till at least your thirty years of age. Spend on the things that you love. Spend on the things that will make you grow. But don't spend your money on flashy items. Saying that, I've chalked out three goals in life when I was in like when I just started, uh, you know, passing, going through college. The three goals were basically I wanted to be, uh, you know, there are three things I wanted. Always want to in college. I thought, okay, I want this, but I did not know how to go through that. The first was that I wanted to be location independent. second was that i wanted to be time independent i'll explain what these are shortly and the third i wanted to be financial independent right so first of all location independent means like you can work from anywhere as of now almost 75% of the world is like you know location independent home. people can work from work anywhere from home is the new normal yes yes so that just, that just became the norm for everyone and we learned that so was... many new words like vacation we didn't even know exactly, what those exactly. things were now this is the things 
those are the new things that came up right so that is that was my one of the first time to become location independent the second name which i'm working right now is uh, you know to become time independent a time independent is something again this is also related to you know the finance questions that we were discussing uh, th- this thing i am very excited to discuss about these things because i want a new generation to know about these things i'm pretty sure that a new generation is very you know educated they also invest in stocks and all but these things i i'm pretty sure that you know they will of course take it and absorb it in their life the second is i wanted to be time independent these are the goals these are the big goals of life uh, so the thing is the time independent means like you are not you are not trading your time for money okay as of now i'm still not totally time independent time independent means like you are running your own like you know profitable business where you even work 4 hours or 5 hours 10 hours a week and you are still making more money than your favorite margin okay. there are people like that and with the help of uh, automation right. i think the video froze so with the help of automation there's a lot of automations and no code platforms and everything if you learn those stuff you you know you can get into those you know the thing of making yourself time independent which is my big focus for the next 2 years i want to be time independent and transition fully from doing freelancing and the third and the final goal which maybe it will take 15 years couple of decades is becoming like you know financial independent that should be the main goal you should financial independence you will achieve the day where your money the money which i have invested the money which you have okay that money and so much money per month that is more than your monthly expenses everything covered right as you the write, man himself uh, like, warren buffett says you need to exactly. find a way that to make money, money earns automatically sleep. when you sleep or right, else you right, will right. work until you die die right right so that should be the main aim you know financial independence like as i said the money which you earn per month maybe passively it's mostly passively right. uh, passive income is something where you don't trade your time for money it just comes in you make money to work for you so in that case when you make money work for you when you have the money you know you are making more money per month than you are spending that is a time you are making per more money per month passively without doing anything you have done something you have investments you have businesses those are running on you know uh, those will not without you being working right yeah without you managing everything from the top down yeah. so that is a medium i don't know it will maybe take two decades 50 years so that should be the so, main goal of everyone here right so this is the your plans for the coming 5 years 10 years down the line so yeah, when five years to... i want to you know yeah i want to expand my business in the next 5 years i want to travel also also of course i love traveling you can see yeah. the background right there right? right right so i love traveling i really really love traveling for 2020 i had a, had a lot of plans you know to visit some countries those did not come true and i hope that in 2021 also it won't come true i won't be able to travel maybe mm-hmm. i will start traveling more you know and leading the Uh, working uh, from laptop being in countries where so, uh, since you are not an employee for any company you can you are now more flexible to travel than anywhere like yes but we need to also work right everyone like <laughs> nowadays <laughs> also i spend almost 6 uh, to 7 hours per day working at a minimum right 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 so the numbers like they people get carried away by seeing their numbers but you also work like a regular employee if it takes you yeah, even you, you might to need work, to work is, right yeah. even yeah everyone is there is there's no there's no you know the quotes which you see on instagram they're not false like people they will post like there is no elevator to success there is no shortcut to success those are true man the elevator to success is broken you need to go step by step 
yes yes you need to take the steps you need to work you need to build up you need to dream you, you need to have a you know mindset where you can think i can do this you need you right. you should not my my advice to generation z should be that you should not be you know affected by other you should follow people whose lifestyle you want to aspire to be right. whose lifestyle you want to follow you should not follow other people's advice those who are not in a position where you want to be that is the greatest advice i can give to people there are many people who said this won't work you should do this you should do that but at the end of the day you should listen to people who are at a position where you want to be maybe 10 years 20 years down the line so since you spoke who is your role model as of now <laughs> because role model role keeps model... changing uh, as on yes. the new things we now get to know so who is your as of now who is your role model maybe he's not that much like you know you that person will of course will be uh, there are two people basically but they are not like they are very famous in my niche but okay. not that famous outside my niche where i'm working okay. one is mr russell brunson okay is uh, a creator of click funnel software amazing guy he gives out so much value he has done so much from being a you know a college broke college graduate with no money and just married to he's now a multi millionaire running one uh, you know uh, running one of the most successful software products in the um, software as a service product in the history right. of you know internet marketing mm-hmm. the second is also mr uh, peng jun he's uh, you know a malaysia best entrepreneur come coach right he has also he has he has achieved a lot he was the creator of the war of the work warcraft or world of warcraft yeah right yeah yeah so i think he was a creator of that game i guess creator or seller of that game he did something with that game when he was quite young so he made a lot of money before he was even 20 years old mm-hmm. so i i look up to these people a lot and you know their their way of teaching people you know uh, empowering other people building a business right. and, uh, you know doing it all on your own those inspire me a lot right right so yeah that's all uh, we wanted to talk as of today so it's been a great time a great evening talking to you shivansh it's been a great time uh, thank you for uh, joining us on this podcast and it's been a great time talking to you um, hope uh, generation z people uh, find this useful and whoever is uh, trying to quit their jobs and getting into this full time freelancing or aspiring whatever their dreams are uh, this hope this video helps them to achieve their goals and so this is generation z people whoever want to share your life experience or uh, your journey so far or any topics it doesn't matter whatever the topics is money uh, travel uh, relationship marriage whatever whatever comes in the top of your mind if you love to share your perspective or experience on those topics you can directly contact us uh, in the description we'll leave our gmail id or you can also dm us on our instagram ch- channel and uh, we'll get back to you so we'll have a ch- quick chat or uh, whatever it is so uh, again thank you shivansh for uh, joining us thank you thank you it's been, it's been a pleasure to be on your show it's been a pleasure and, to uh, be on your show be, uh, thank you for joining us especially on a weekend saturday evening <laughs> so yeah have a great day bye bye have a great day thank you